Tommy. How's it going, man? How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. Glad to be here. Are you ready to wrap up our first official year for our Deep Six Pro Wrestling Podcast? I am, man. It, it just seems like it's been so, so quick. Everything's happened so fast. Absolutely. Before we go any further, let's have a little music. Let's go, guys. Music. From the champion. Oh, 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 Good evening, Deep Six Pro Wrestling Podcast fans. Episode 62. This is our season one, year one finale. This is it. We're going to be taking some a little bit of time off after this. This is our WrestleMania reset. Except we'll do it better than, than WWE did. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. We had a, a very, very busy week. We went five straight nights. Yeah. Um, drawing close to 700 views uh, Friday night through uh, Sunday night. And uh, what an awesome weekend it was. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's time for a little vacation. Don't you yeah, think? I think a it's little, time. A little bit, man. Got to reward ourselves sometime. This Thursday, I'll be hitting up the golf course in Pine Grove, Pennsylvania for three days. Do a little 18 hole action on Friday and Saturday. Absolutely cannot wait. How you been? How are you, Tampa Bay Rays, doing? They're, they're, you beat up on the Yankees, man. So that's all I can, you know, you're a Red Sox fan. I'm a Rays fan. So even if our teams are bad, as long as the Yankees aren't good, I think that's the one thing that we can we can all root for. But uh, yeah, doing good, man. Doing uh, you know, just ready ready to get stuff rolling again. Ready to get back in the swing of things. Absolutely. Hey, listen, um, uh, you know we we got the Yankees got to be buried early, and yep. we can handle or our business. Come just, let, let, just exactly let it be us two in the in the. You know, fighting for that that AL East title, man. No, we don't need Toronto or or New York. We don't the have to Red worry Sox about Baltimore. Do not forget the 2000 ALCS. You oh, don't forget the, that the 2008, 2008, or two, 2008 yes. Sorry. Oh, that's we one of my favorites, that. man. My grandpa two to one Sox. loss. Yeah, my grandpa's a Red Sox fan, and we were watching. That was the first time like I ever became a Rays fan. Was was at that that series and uh, watching Game Seven at his place. It's pretty, pretty nice. Those of you that are watching, make sure you share with this with your friends right now. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. This is our last show before our one-year anniversary. Yeah. Got to – it seems it seems a little far away, but, you know, we got a WrestleMania backlash, as, as they're calling it, here coming up. And then – uh. I think the next major pay per view after that is is double or nothing, absolutely. Which is going to be a good. I'm really excited for that one. As we wait for a couple of people to hop on, uh, it has been some year for our podcasts. Yeah, uh, it's been a great experience, learning experience for sure. Uh, absolutely, a lot of challenges, but um, we um, had episode 25 with Justin Credible. 
episode 50 with Frank Manzo coming on. We had him on. Uh, and and uh, the introduction of our aftermath uh, concept, yeah. which we'll be using for our pay-per-views. Uh, drawing close to 700 views last weekend. It's um, crazy, man. And Frank Manzo uh, and uh, bringing his Wrestle Reaction fans uh, onto the show. Uh, huge part of that. Uh, we, uh, truly thankful to him yeah, uh, for coming on and uh, just uh, talking some WrestleMania weekend. Three nights in a row. Um, yeah. We have a huge, huge, we're not going to unveil the name yet, but we do have a big name coming on. For very our exciting. very next episode, episode 63, which will be our one-year anniversary show. Yeah. Big name. We'll announce it when we're ready, uh, hopefully within the next couple days. Um, but, uh, yeah, this has been some year. Uh, thanks to uh, Jay Perndall Cooper, who got the show uh, off the ground with me. Um, and then uh, Randy and M uh, uh, helping us uh, – Get the show, uh, keeping the show going through the summertime, and uh, yep. you you hopping on halfway through the summer, and basically uh, running the race every ever since every single that, week, man. every week. Uh, so this has been uh, some uh, very interesting year, um, but uh, we we hope that we've delivered uh, some of the best content for those of you guys that are listening, and. Um, yeah, um, and we hope to um, have an even better year uh, for year two. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 tough to uh, get in the podcast game, but uh, you know, you gave me that opportunity to kind of hop on, and I think now we're finally, uh, you know, kind of kind of hitting our stride. WrestleMania was a big week for us, like you said, and and now we finally uh, going to take a little bit of a break, do a little little hard reset, and. Uh, you know, come back here with a, a pretty, pretty awesome episode that I'm really excited for. Not like you said, we're not going to announce the uh, special guest, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be huge. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And then uh, start the next season off, man. It's 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 exciting. It's 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 great to see how far we've come, you know, I, even from your first episode that you guys started here. And, and even the first episode that I I hopped on, I think it was like somewhere like 30. 31, 32, somewhere very, around very, there. Yeah, very close to there, yeah. We've, sure. been, we've been grinding ever since, man. Push, yeah. Pushing out content mention, every week. We, do, we, don't, we really don't miss, man. We try to do whatever. We did watch-alongs. I mean, we watched we watched a full pay-per-view one time. You know, we've for, for a podcast that's that's so young and, and still kind of finding its footing, I think we're, we're delivering a lot, of, a lot of good content, so... Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm proud to be a part of it, and and I, again, that's credit to you for for not only giving me that chance, but also how much work you've done, you know, to to help keep this thing going. So I, I thank you very much for having me on here. No, like absolutely, likewise. It's it's been an experience, and uh, this show doesn't carry on without you. I appreciate uh, that. Oh, not to mention Joe Aguila, uh, yeah. who's hopped on. Jamie Rush has been on here uh, throughout the year uh, a few times. Shout out and to uh, Justin and Noah for hopping on here yes, a few episodes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, they did two episodes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, and uh, and Tyrese was one of our guests, too, as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of contributions going on. Yeah. Um, our, our Twitter following is pushing a 1,000 people. 
Um, so that's a huge win right there. Uh, our uh, AEW, WWE, I'm sorry, WWE and AEW fans Facebook uh, page uh, started from scratch, and now we're about 150 uh, yeah. followers of a community uh, that we established on Facebook. Um, Best way you can do is just say we're we're growing, man, and that's we that, are. It, yeah. it takes. I mean, you have talked about it a lot, especially after WrestleMania. You know, it, it takes time and everything that you want to get. It takes hard work to get there, and I, I think we're we're slowly starting to see that stuff pay off, and it's really cool to see. On the podcast side, we have people from list. We have people listening from Ireland, Russia. I've seen people from Japan, Pakistan, India. South America, uh, Alaska, Canada, uh, the list just got England. How could I forget the UK? (laughs) UK. Ireland has been one of our biggest supporters for sure. Belgium, uh, Germany, um, just to name uh, a few off the top of my head. Um, So we we have listeners all over the world now. Um, So I'm definitely grateful for that for sure. Uh, even if it's just one person listening, you know, I'm, I, you know, I have a lot of fun doing this. So if yeah, it's man. just one person listening, then then so be it. We do a show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, right we've, there with we have quite a number of viewers, uh, especially listeners, and we're just uh, you know excited for the growth. And uh, season two, again, we'll announce the guest as soon as we have an official date. Um, and that would be episode 63, our next episode. And uh, let me tell you, uh, we're, we're hoping to come out swinging. Yeah. Hoping to come out swinging to start I mean, I mean, second the, year. Yeah, I, I think the best way we can put it is is we get to sit here and even when it's good and even when it's bad, you know, we still get to sit here and talk about wrestling, which obviously I know we're both very passionate about. And and that's that's so cool. I. I, I look forward to this every week, man, getting there to even if wrestling that week was terrible, it's, we still get to sit here and talk about it. So it's fun to have a platform on here. Like you said, even if there is only one listener. So we're not going to go too in depth about WrestleMania, because yeah. if you want to hear all the in-depth stuff, guys, uh, you back. can backtrack to yeah. our aftermath episodes where you get our full reaction match by match. But uh, Tommy, for the podcast listeners, um, what do you think? Uh, what's your overall opinions on this year's WrestleMania? Um, I'll, I'll keep it pretty short and sweet. I think it was a, a B minus pay per view. Night one definitely over succeeded. I think overall, as a whole weekend with with Takeover and SmackDown thrown in there, I thought it was great. I thought it was really good TV. But yeah, WrestleMania was a. Uh, it, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. It's it's definitely in the middle, and that's fine for for the uh, situation that they were in. You know, being the first show with with live fans in, gosh, since uh, almost almost a year, or it has been a year. It's been since uh, gosh, was was Elimination Chamber with the last or Fastlane was the last pay per view before then of last year of twenty twenty with fans. Um, so yeah, having fans there. Uh, you know, kind of having a strung together card with not a lot of, you know, you didn't have your Lesnar, you didn't have your Cena. I, I thought it was fine. I, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to uh, SummerSlam. Seems like talks are going to be that there's uh that's going to be kind of the start of, of everything going back to normal, at least in WWE's side of having fans again. I expect SummerSlam to be a, a pretty huge show. I, I expect they're going to get some people. We're, we'll see Becky, probably Ronda. But uh, 
yeah, man, I, I thought it was fun. I'll give it a B minus. Not too bad. That's fair. Um, I wouldn't give it higher than a B personally, for sure. Yeah. Um, but um, it had it, it had its moments. First off, I think Saturday was my favorite, just because sure. of the the beginning and how fans, um, the wrestlers, you could tell you could tell the emotion of the wrestlers yeah. on a stage and seeing all the fans for the first time in over a year. Yeah. And uh, it gave me goosebumps. Let me tell you. Um, I thought a single tear was going to come down my face uh, watching it, but it was a good it, it was a good moment for WWE. Absolutely, yeah. um, that night Sasha Banks main evented with Belair, and they tore the house down. The first time yeah. two African American women main eventing WrestleMania in a one on one match. They killed. It, it's sad they that a lot of people it. didn't think that they should have main evented because they really really stole the show and and having that fan interaction there just made it that much better and you could tell bianca oh, was sure. emotional yeah because she knew she knew she was winning yeah but i'm thinking some of that emotion was because the fans are back and that she gets to do this uh in front of the fans um so uh there was emotional there uh, but the show overall had its peaks and valleys, up and down, up and down. I think yeah. WrestleMania was booked perfectly. Um, the show opened up hot with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Uh, great, great opening to the show. Yeah, big surprise with Bobby. Yeah, very big surprise. Bobby getting the win. Yeah, I, I, I think you know you talked about the show opening. One of the things that I wanted to say is I'm glad. I know a lot of people were kind of for and against it with McMahon starting with the whole roster out there. But I'm glad that I think, you know, for how crazy he is and how out of touch he may seem and, and all that stuff, like giving Vince that moment of anybody who's helped, you know, kind of drag WWE through this, this COVID stuff that we're living with, like giving him that moment of being, you know, he is there wouldn't be a WrestleMania without Vince and, and giving him that moment with the fans for the first time and, and being able to welcome to WrestleMania, you know, like he did in the classics, like night in the first few, like, I don't know that, that just as a wrestling fan, like you said, like that was something that was well-deserved and, and, and was made it very emotional to, to, and he is not the kind of person to show emotions, but giving him that, that first taste of the crowd back for a year is, is was something that I think will be remembered for a really long time. That was a special moment. To everything pro wrestling, thank you so much for watching. What is up? I hope you're doing well over there. And uh, for those of you guys that are watching and listening to this, make sure you check out their YouTube channel, Everything Pro Wrestling. Great content stuff, review shows all the time. Definitely check them out. Hey, we're going to be off for two weeks, so... Yeah, you got to find somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, and then we, then we had night two of WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, started off with uh, Randy Orton versus The Fiends in what most people uh, consider uh, to have been an epic fail having Randy Orton win that match it just made absolutely no sense and i feel like it put a little bit of a damper on the rest of the card the rest of the card was kind of eh sheamus and riddle in the middle was it was good match. yeah yeah yeah. Hard the main event 
um, if there's any match to really talk about um, in a positive light would be the main event of uh, uh, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan in a triple threat. Um, and that was an interesting result that I didn't see coming. Uh, Roman Reigns yeah. pinning Brian and Edge at the same time. Talk yeah. about yeah, talk about a push. Yeah, talk about kind of like crowning him. Two I, I know, legends. I mean, and especially what we're talking about is you have to remember that was the tenth anniversary of Edge's retirement. So I mean, you're talking about basically. He came back, won the Royal Rumble, got hurt, or got eliminated last year in the Royal Rumble, huge pop, came back this year, Rumble winner. Everybody thinks he's going in, and then you add Brian into that match, which I know a lot of people didn't like at the beginning, but now that we've seen the match, the perfect move, that that made that that match so much better, making it a triple threat. And, and yeah, talk about crowning. I mean, there is going to have to be – I don't know who it's going to be, but it is – Somebody's going to take that title off of him, and it's going to be a rocket ship that you know we've never seen strapped to somebody. Because Roman Reigns is on a a different planet. I think this is one of the best runs we've ever seen in the history of WWE. He has been so dominant since his return at SummerSlam last year. I mean, it's it's well, he's incredible. been booked well, and he's yeah, got a he's great been, character. He's oh, doing for sure. such a good job with he's, he's done. Oh, yeah, he's done so good. I'm just saying, if you look at it, when is when is the best time to take it off of him? Do you have him hold it till SummerSlam? Do you have him hold it till Rumble? And, you know, fight Rock in just a, a non-title match? Does he beat The Rock with the title on the line and keep holding it past WrestleMania? I mean, this is... One of the best runs I think we've ever seen. And that's that's partially, like you said, that is due to his booking. But I think it's also credit to his his heel work. And we saw that here on SmackDown last night. His his heel work, again, is is excellent. I, I, I'm interested in how they're going to set up to, I'm not calling it WrestleMania Backlash because I think that's a stupid name. We're going to call it just, just call it Backlash. We all know thinking? what. We all know what backlash is and makes it's just like calling it payback, WrestleMania payback. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I, I'm very intrigued in seeing who that person is to get the uh to take the title off reigns because I was a hundred percent sure that it was gonna be Edge. Going after he won the rumble, I was certain that it was gonna be Edge. And they pulled a uh they pulled a double a double uh, whammy on us and, and be, be, beat both of them and pin both of them. I mean, that's like you said, talk about crowning. I was expecting Roman Reigns to drop the title, lose it to either Edge or Brian, and they hold it until the beginning of the summertime or maybe till SummerSlam. But yeah, that's the what first I was short expecting. run, three, four months, yeah. and then yeah. Roman Reigns will get it back to run straight the rest of the year till WrestleMania. I, I honestly. Can't tell you who's going to be the guy. If I have to gun to my head, I'm going to say Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar will be the guy yes. to beat Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, the the right story kind of you. writes itself. You know, Paul Heyman going with oh, yeah. Roman, Paul turning on Brock. Um, so that very well could be the plan when they do it. I don't know. Uh, another backup plan they may have in mind is to continue to build up Jey Uso and uh, have him and Roman feud one more time with Jey Uso being on the winning side and 
dethroning uh, his cousin Roman from being yeah. the head of the table. He could go that route. I, don't I think, think that would be will, more though. of a – I don't know if they would pull that off at Mania. I could see them pull that off at SummerSlam and, and kind of have that feel good because, like I said, we're talking about – they're talking about doing – having fans back for that next – like going back on live touring right after SummerSlam. SummerSlam is kind of supposed to be the – the start with fans and, and, you know, everybody will have their, most people have vaccinations by then and all that. And I think that could be a good SummerSlam moment, but I don't know if I'd see that at mania. I think another person that we could see is depending on when they decide to do the draft, because it seems random. I would love to see uh, Drew get that, that rub again. If, if Drew ends his feud with Bobby and he's still kind of built up, I think that's something that Roman versus Drew would be a, a, a hell of a match. I mean, they kick the shit out of each other. Well, that would depend on how the draft lays exactly. out. Exactly. And also, Roman has beaten Drew twice. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Drew McIntyre is owed a match. Yeah, that Survivor oh, Series oh, match was, was fantastic. That yeah. was a really good match. So I can see them pulling that off again at Mania with the right booking. I just, I'm just like you said. We're trying to think of somebody who could get that, that person, that book to the the moon. In in that, we don't know the time frame that they're planning on building this, but you have to build somebody up almost perfectly. And if it's, I, I maybe Keith Lee when he comes back, I think that could be another good good person to have. But there's, I honestly thought it would be Samoa Joe. We just got a comment about the releases. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that in a minute. But yeah, th- this the storyline with Roman is is definitely going to be very interesting. I'm in, I'm in, in very intrigued to see if it'll be a new star or if it'll be uh, you know, a guy like you said like Brock Lesnar cuz yeah, gun to my head I'd probably pick Lesnar too. As soon as the travel situation he's coming is back. Fixed he, I I expect him to be back at yeah at the night after SummerSlam. That raw after SummerSlam, I expect Brock if he's not on the card for SummerSlam, I expect him to be back on that Monday night raw. Absolutely. And I think they're just saving, you know, they're saving that. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh we got a comment uh from David Smith. Um WWE had ten people that got released this week. So let's go through the rundown. I, I don't have the list in front of me, but off the top of my head, the biggest name, Samoa Joe, uh, Billy Kay, uh, Peyton Royce, Peyton Royce, Chelsea Green. Uh, um, who else can we add to that? Bo Dallas was one of them. Uh, Tucker was another one. I Tucky. know. Tucky. Um, Gosh, I'd have to pull up the list. I, I know them, like if you said them. But yeah, I think the biggest one that everybody was surprised by was uh, the Iconics and, and and Samoa Joe, man. Especially after he, he sat in that rainstorm, man, with that little that little raincoat on, looking like the, the Godfather. And he got released like five days later. That just, I don't understand that. He's going to go kill it. I would love to see if they ended it. I, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, Kalisto. Thank, thank you. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, um, Samoa Joe and CM Punk matches from Ring of Honor, but if they did it, if if Punk ever got talked back into working, I would love to see that match, a, a, another match. In that so match. here we go: Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James. So, yeah, yeah. um, so let, let's take a step back here for uh, for a second. 
Uh, Samoa Joe, I think we could probably expect him to head to AEW. If if not AEW Impact, I, I just because of his roots there within mm, yeah, TNA, maybe to help him out, maybe to help them out, give him yeah. a little bit more star I mean, power. That would, that would be a, a talk about a star power. I mean, that would be if he got on there on that Thursday. I'm sure I'd that watch, episode would be. Yeah, I'll be it, watching on Thursday. I'm, Absolutely. I'm sure it'd be great. Uh, Billy Billy Kay. I'm not too sure where she goes. Yes, she probably follows Peyton Royce, which I believe. Peyton Royce will be headed to AEW as well. Uh, I agree. If, if yeah, if not, I'm sure it's going to be least talked about because her husband or boyfriend, or whatever you want to call it, is Sean Spears in AEW right now. It makes sense for her just to uh, go there. Um, I would probably expect Mickey James, who also got released, to head to NWA uh, yeah. to be beside Nick Aldis. That's yeah, yeah. I could Chelsea Green, I'm not too sure about Chelsea Green. She came from Impact. I want to say AEW um, because uh, I actually I think she'll go to Impact too because Ryder's there, Matt Cardona's there, Zach Ryder. So uh, yeah, okay. I I just do you like Chelsea Green? This is just my I just I, I do. Know. I liked her presentation in NXT. Okay, I'm I just I'm not the biggest fan of her. Maybe it's just because I I haven't really given her a chance. And I just I don't know. I'm just not the biggest fan of her. I never really got the the big thing behind her. But yeah, I mean we hope that they all get there, you know, go wind up someplace. Sorry, I didn't mean to Tucker, I think is gonna end uh, he'll be floating around in Indy somewhere. I can't really pinpoint where he's gonna go next. Uh, they should have not broken up uh that tag team though, Otis and Tucker. They should have not done that. Uh it seems like it seems like Tucky is happy. Uh, he tweeted out, Freedom, baby! Exclamation yeah. points. Yeah. Just reading that right now. Callisto. Um, and then you had a couple other people that weren't really used. Wesley Blake. Bo Dallas. He hasn't been on TV in like two years. Uh, Mojo Raleigh. Uh, apparently, he wasn't hype enough. It sucks that Callisto got released. I liked his... I think it was like 2015, 2016. He had a run with the U.S. title. I like that. I thought his that Selena Del Sol off the uh, t- off the ladder to uh, one of the Usos. I don't know if you know what spot I'm talking about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That oh yeah, great match, gr- great spot. That I wish they never would have broken up the Lucha uh, Lucha Dragons. I enjoyed them as a tag team. I would expect Kalisto to probably uh, head down to Mexico. Uh, or CMLL, maybe could, yeah, or maybe he could fit in with uh, EW as well. Uh, with uh, the you know, throw, throw him with um, Ray Phoenix, and, yeah. It, it's just weird looking at the fact that they said that you know it's for budget cuts, and it also took place on the day that they released so many people last year, that one year anniversary of that. But it's just this is one of WWE, I think this honestly was the most profitable year they've had in recent memory. and They've cut Andrade is a different story because you know creative differences and all that or whatever. But Samoa Joe, the Iconics, and Andrade in the span of a month, like it's you're cutting some stars right there. You better know what you're doing with your roster if you're getting rid of those guys. I mean, Samoa Joe as itself on commentary was was fantastic. I'm glad that Pat McAfee got that got a role. I love Pat McAfee, but. I mean, Samoa Joe, commentary, wrestler, it doesn't matter. That's a star. 
you know, despite his age. WWE dropped the ball with Samoa Joe. He should Very have defeated so. Brock Lesnar at Great Balls, Great of, Balls Fire of Fire a couple years yep. ago. Yep. Absolutely. Joe was hot then. He should have he he won. He was over, man. You should have oh won. You should have won. That, and that, from then on, uh, things just were not the same. So let's talk about uh, this week in wrestling um, as we uh, come in for a landing not too long from now. Um, so uh, NXT, let's start there. Uh, Tachi Champions MSK defeats Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Imperium making a statement by attacking Killian Dane and Drake. Uh, I would imagine we could see some kind of triple threat uh there uh, for the tag titles oh, uh, or great just match. a straight up feud between imperium and killian and drake uh imperium making a statement so imperium could be um wanting uh, to go for a shot there yeah um mercedes martinez is back defeats uh jesse camilla uh puts raquel gonzalez on notice saying she's coming for her so yes i predicted this on the show good. i predicted that this would happen and i would i can't wait for this match Pretty good uh, first feud. I think that's going to be between Raquel and Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. I would expect uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, to absolutely oh, for um, sure. get win that program for sure. Mercedes has star potential, though, on her. I think I think she's she can be a, a good part of the NXT women's roster, and I think that she obviously height wise she matches up. And I just I think that that like you said, great first start for Raquel. And that was the one thing that we talked about is. There's a lot of fresh matchups now that EO isn't the champion. Great champion, we know that. But having Raquel get all these new, you know, fresh chances against, I'm sure they'll do the uh, Dakota Kai story down the line. But, yeah, I'm big fan of Mercedes Martinez and and seeing her getting this this kind of rub. Or what we suspect it will be the rub is, uh, is great for her. Uh, we have a new cruiserweight champion, which surprised me. Hey, man, we were just talking about this last on the NXT show. I said Kushida needed a big win. He sure got it. Yeah, Kushida uh, answers the open challenge from Santos Escobar last Wednesday, yeah. uh, last Tuesday rather. Yeah. Um, and uh, defeats uh, Escobar by pinfall. I did not see that coming whatsoever. Coming off of the uh, Devlin match, the, yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. So good for Kushida. Um, I think uh, he could use uh, a nice little time, a little bit more, a little while. Yeah, a little little wonder, spicy character development. I'd like to see. Wonder where they're going with Escobar next. Does he eventually get called up, um, or does he get thrusted into North American Championship feud? Uh, level or maybe um, you know starts uh, getting poised for an NXT uh, run at the title eventually. Not to say yeah. he's going to win it because no, uh, but he, he that's could not be that, happening soon. But he could be that new fill-in for what Andrade was the uh, which you know is stereotypical the the Mexican lucha libre star. But I think he's got it, man. I, I like him a lot. I know they've also talked about um, possibly introducing a trios title in both. AEW and NXT, so a Legato Del Fantasma run is a. Uh, I don't I think it would work do in NXT. a trios title in NXT. No, yeah, I don't. AEW I don't think, but fine. I know I've I've heard I've heard rumors of it, and I don't I don't think it would work in NXT. But I mean, talk about a good faction. I mean, outside of really Imperium, but you're not taking that title off Walter. So, uh, yeah, I I don't I don't think it would work in NXT, but. 
yeah, I could see him being a, a pretty good player here by the end of the year of in NXT in the uh, singles division. What or in the NXT, you know, title or North American title. Trios, well, trios titles will definitely work uh, perfectly for AEW. They already got uh, a ton of factions established already. Yeah, I, I would get it started there first. I'm not too sure. NXT's, um, you know, got a somewhat of established tag team division. Yeah, I would really just kind of focus on establishing their uh, tag team division uh, over the course of the next few months before they even think of anything else. Um, Chomp on Thatcher. Uh, a newly formed tag team over the past month or so. Yeah. Put MSK on notice. So that should be pretty interesting. You know, uh, we could see a four way tag a- team match on uh, the next pay per view for, for all we know. Yeah, we need it, man. I, I feel like a lot of the times we just have either the triple threat or the, uh, you know, single 1v1. I want to see some. I love the tag team elimination chamber matches. They're a little clunky, but I don't know. I just like seeing that many people get, get a rub and you get to see a lot of people work off each other but yeah a fatal four-way or a tag team turmoil or or whatever i mean just give me something that gets a lot of these teams like killian dane you mentioned him and, and drake maverick killian dane was a huge part of the nxt roster i want to say 2018 2019 and he's kind of just like reverted to the lower end mid card which i don't understand why i liked i i really did enjoy killian dane but yeah i i think Thatcher and Champa versus MSK would be a really, really good matchup if it's just those two. But if they put in a lot of teams in that, I, I think you could uh, have a, a tag team match deal to show at the next TakeOver event. Oh, absolutely. Um, so that pretty much wraps up NXT. That's the fallout uh, that we saw this past week. Um, we'll get to Raw. Um, I, I don't have much there. Um, but um, SmackDown, it looks like Cesaro will be Roman's next opponent, or so he thought, um, because you see Cesaro interrupting Roman Reigns' interview. Uh, Cesaro wants to come after Roman's. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, is kind of dodging it, like a typical heel. Yeah. And, uh, puts uh, Jay Uso, Paul Heyman puts Jay Uso in the match, so we see Cesaro versus Jay Uso, uh, and then we see Seth Rollins come out and interrupt that match, uh, attacking Cesaro, leaving him in the ring. Um, so looks like we're probably going to get another match between Seth Rollins and Cesaro at WrestleMania Backlash. Is that? I don't think that's a bad thing, though. I honestly don't have any fault with that. Uh, you got to give Cesaro another win here. He Keep the momentum he going on him. It, do- it doesn't hurt uh, Seth Rollins if he takes the loss. You, I, but I'm sure he won't because I'm pretty sure payback is is right after, or maybe it's Extreme Rules. You either either pay per view you could fill it off with a you know rubber match, the third match in the series, but it it shouldn't be Cesaro. It's is over, man. I mean, he is. There's. If if they mess this up, it'll be really really bad. I mean, Cesaro is is on fire right now, and he he can't lose, man. He has it, Seth can come back. Seth Seth is going to be in the main title picture, or the you could you could just put him in a match, and nobody would bat an eye. But Cesaro deserves this, man. He's been putting in the work, and he is constantly in any interview you read. Who's the most underrated 
you know, not push superstar. It's, it's Cesaro. And he finally is getting that break. It seems. And I would love to see a match with him and Roman. I think they would absolutely tear that. If he like earns, if with the story they tell is he earns his respect to get a match. Oh, that would be, that'd be great. Great, great setup there. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing with, with Cesaro. I was very surprised to not see uh, edge of Ryan come out and, and see Cesaro be, kind of step up to the plate as the next challenger. It, what we presume, I guess. Yeah, uh, Edge and uh, Daniel Bryan, they're both taking a break. So yeah, um, I, I, I couldn't tell you what's going to happen there next. Uh, who Daniel Bryan, But Daniel Bryan has probably got about a good year uh, left. Uh, yeah, Dave Smith talking about uh, Money in the Bank is June, so that could be an opportunity uh, to bring him back. That's only six weeks away. Uh, yeah, June's Man. only six weeks away. How many? If, how many if that, and then, so so you're looking at about uh, about we're, we're inside eight weeks till Money in the Bank. For sure. Now I have to look at so what we, what we have opportunity next. to bring Edge and Daniel Bryan back. So we have backlash. Oh wow! So okay, so so there isn't payback or, or extreme rules. It, it just goes backlash straight to Money in the Bank. Interesting. Good. So there's there's actually they need to space they need to space it out a little bit. Uh, well, they're not. <laughs> payback is right after is in the same month as as uh, SummerSlam. They're doing them both in August. So it looks like we're getting another one of those uh, things that they had last year with the pay per view. We'll probably do a pay per view the next week. I'm pretty. Isn't that what they did with Payback last year? They one had, week later. That's and it was good. It was a good pay per view. I remember. I remember that actually being a pretty pretty decent pay per view, but. That's too much, man. You can't have a pay-per-view that quick. Oh, WWE. Um, Bianca Belair, who's her next opponent going to be? I don't I don't know, honestly. Who do, who do you – I mean, like, who do you give that rub to? I have a feeling we see Belair and Sasha Banks in a return match. Yeah, I. I uh, it could have been a good spot to have Becky uh, Lynch interrupt Sasha uh, Belair's Belair's um, promo. Yeah, on Friday night, it could have been a good spot to start that. Um, I think Bailey's going to want to make a run too, yeah. as well. It, it's tough with Becky just because Becky would obviously like be instantly over when she comes back because people are that begging for her. That might be SummerSlam. And, and she – Might be just, SummerSlam. Yeah, I just don't think you can turn Bianca heel right now. She's just been – she's been so good and this this title is, is so well-deserved. And I don't know if you saw the video of, of Sasha like on the outside of at WrestleMania. Sasha being the heel and she's smiling you know, after the match and, and, and letting Bianca kind of soak in that moment. Like it's, it's going to be really tough to, to put somebody against Bianca and not have her be overwhelming, you know, crowd favorite. But yeah, I'd love to see Bianca and, and Becky. I think that that's a money-making match right there. I think that's your SummerSlam match. I, I'd I think, be all I think, for I it. I think you'll have uh, Sasha get a return match. You'll have Bailey get a match. Uh, those will be a filler uh, uh, opponents for Bel Air uh, leading up to SummerSlam, which I think uh, Becky would probably get that shot. Unless if uh, Miss I Am the Opportunity Charlotte takes that spot, <sighs> dude. That I will. I know we'll talk. I don't want to see Charlotte Reigns 
I know we'll talk about Raw, but that promo, you know how much I'm not a big fan of Charlotte. It was a good promo, though. It was, but it it is the most, like, Roman Reigns-type John Cena. We're going to shove this person down your throat whether you like it or not. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, come on. Like, stop. I get it. She's good. But, yeah, we'll get into that later. But I could see Charlotte being a... uh, an opponent at some point unless if she goes after Rhea which I also don't really want to see again like I, I like the fresh matchups like I don't know maybe Dave Smith says Becky versus Charlotte at SummerSlam um yeah, you could you could that if, if there's, there's not title if we do that I'm I mean, not sure could, if we do could, that that is a that is a the kind of match you could pull off without a title. I mean, that is that is one of those just kind of attraction matches that I think that they could do. But I would I would be very surprised if Becky and or Charlotte are not in a title match at SummerSlam. That would be WWE would be taking a very big risk if neither of them are in a title match. Or Becky versus Rhea Somerset. Um, Dave, I mean, that could be a possibility because that. that is a new match fresh, we haven't seen. Fresh. Yeah. So, um, uh, no, absolutely. Um, that's a huge, huge possibility there. Um, so, yeah, we see Sasha Banks uh, all pissed off uh, during SmackDown. She never came out. Um, so, I, I take that as a hint as that they are going to do Sasha Banks. Um, Versus Belair at WrestleMania yeah. Payback, where Belair will probably retain. She's going to hold that until SummerSlam for sure. Um, yeah. That that I can think of. I I, I don't see it too short of a run. Yeah, it would be bad if she didn't. Bailey says she wants to get back and uh, restore dignity to the SmackDown Women's Title by laying down a challenge. Uh, so she did that on SmackDown. So Bailey very well also could be the first opponent uh, for Bel Air um, at uh, the next uh, pay per view. I, I I'm leaning more towards Sasha though. Um, I I think Frank. When we had Frank Manzo here on the last episode, we're gonna see a lot of. I think Roman is the only match that we probably won't see a repeat of. I, it, maybe I don't think we'll see Riddle and Sheamus. But I think we're going to see a lot of repeat matches, which is fine. I think we, I think we get Roman Cesaro. Uh, it's yeah. a huge possibility we get Roman Cesaro. It depends. Uh, or Cesaro's going to go Seth Rollins. And then if that's the case, then what's what is I, there I, for Roman? I don't I know. Don't think I, if, if Cesaro isn't fighting Roman, and I don't think that he will, I, I still think we're going to see Seth and Cesaro. I don't think Roman's on the card. I think he defends his title at, at Money in the Bank. I think he gets that, that month off and – Imagine Cesaro fights twice in one night. I, he could do it, and I guarantee you that both matches would be, if given time, which is one of my biggest complaints in WWE is time management. <laughs> they would, uh, he would steal the show. He would have two fantastic matches, especially against Seth and and Roman. Yeah, sign me up. SmackDown, pretty good show. Yeah. SmackDown's been uh, putting out um, consistently pretty good show each yeah. and every single week. Um, a much easier show for me to watch. NXT out of the three brands, still my favorite. Yeah. In fact, NXT um, 
drew about 800,000 uh, viewers, so they ticked up just a little bit. Yeah, their first um, Tuesday. AEW, we won't be talking about tonight, but AEW drew uh, in what I believe for the first time over 1 million viewers in, in ratings. Uh, did they really? I, did, I didn't know they did that. 1.2, the first time over 1.0 to my knowledge. Um, so they saw a huge increase. Second uh, hot, second highest viewers ever is what I'm what I'm hearing. Yeah, you're right. One a million, um, one point two one nine million viewers. That's crazy. I did not know that. I did not know that there was that many people. The previous record was September 9th at one, just over one, one one point oh one six. So this past week was the highest. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was the highest this week. Yes, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that's almost like raw numbers. That's yeah. So, <laughs> if you're AEW yeah. backstage, you got to be very happy with those numbers for now. It, it's good for for both AEW and NXT. The NXT went to Tuesday. I think you're going to get more viewers on Tuesday. Get to see more people on on there, and and obviously you're going to get more people on Wednesday. Just not having to flip the channels. So yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that it happened for both companies. Absolutely. Uh, next week we do get um, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley on Monday night. Yeah, that'll be good. So, or was it Charlotte versus Oscar? I think it was Oscar. I think it may have been Oscar. I believe so. Let me pull it off. Because I'm thinking of right now, I'm like, um, as I'm reading this, I think I typed it in wrong. It is uh, it's Oscar. Oscar. It is okay. Yes. So Charlotte versus Oscar. We get that on Monday night. Um, so we'll Braun see. And, Braun I'm and probably, Randy. probably looking at a Charlotte win here. Sadly. Set up Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania Backlash, possibly. Sadly, I gotta call it that. So the Viking Raiders are back. Yeah, good for them on Raw. They, <laughs> it was good to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, not, they defeated, not, the, uh, uh, not the level of a Raw after Mania reveal that I think people are expecting, but it's still good to see them. I'm sure they will be pushed back into doing stuff with, uh, you know, ninjas like they did at Extreme Rules last year. God. They defeated Shelton and Cedric Alexander. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about the Hurt Business in a couple moments. Um, yeah, uh, the other note was that uh, Charlotte uh, cut a great promo on Raw. Uh, later, attacks both Oscar and Rhea Ripley in the Raw uh, Women's Title Return Match. Uh, so, yeah, Charlotte versus Oscar next week. Um, yeah, and then we had Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman versus Randy Orton in the number one contender triple threat match. Uh, we saw a pretty good main event here. Drew wins the match. Yeah. But then... Oh, yeah, we've no, seen I... some great endings in the past and the Raw after WrestleMania. And we get T-Bar and Mace of Retribution. T-Bar and Mace of Retribution attacking Drew McIntyre with MVP already on the stage, distracting Drew McIntyre after Drew McIntyre's win. 
What are they doing? Like, if it was Dominic Dijakovic, if it was Dominic Dijakovic as Dominic Dijakovic, I'd be okay with it. I think that'd be fresh. But like, you break up the hurt business for retribution to be like the next replacement. Yeah, like that's that's terrible. I mean, who who honestly is sitting there thinking that Cedric Alexander and Shelton are the worst choice between those two and Dominic and and Dio Madden. Like that's as T Bar and Mace. Like that's it's it's very idiotic. And that is WWE has some done some idiotic stuff this past year. And this is a, wow. I mean, like this is bad. Honestly, I kind of pushed it out of my mind until you said something about it. And I remembered what it was. It's that was a bad bad ending. This is how you end the Raw after media. I mean, like talk. We've talked about like Lesnar showing up. I mean, Dolph Ziggler winning the title, and in 2021 we got T Bar and Mace being somewhat thrusted in. What are they doing? Somewhat thrusted in the title picture in a sense, and they're they're active in it. Are they out of their minds? Who is writing this crap? Kevin Dunn. Oh, it's it's bad, dude. That I on it like seriously, I really did push that out of my mind in this short four five days since, and and until you said something, I for, completely forgot about it. And that is, oh, I got to get a stink out of my mouth. Like that is that is an awful for as as pretty good as WrestleMania was, awful. Like just an awful decision. Miz and Morrison on my TV. Why are they still on my TV? Who in their right minds thinks that they, this is good? They need more TV time, man. They got to do a bad, bad Bunny's coming back. This is not good. It is not. How about, how about John Morrison's wife, Frankie, debuting on NXT? Frankie Monet, yeah. Horrible. Yes. The name Absolutely is Absolutely horrible. Tough. Oh, my gosh. Before it's a I tough name. <laughs> Oh man. So well anyway, that pretty much wraps up this episode, episode 62. This is your season one finale. The year one is in the books, everybody. We have completed one year, April 21st being the official anniversary. Um, and we have uh, pending a huge name once we come back on the air. Yeah. Um, we are working on ironing out the details, so to speak. Uh, but we are very excited about this, about the opportunity and uh, a potential big way to start off year two. Cannot wait. We are taking this week off because yeah, Tommy deserves it. I appreciate that. You I as deserve well. it. Uh, we went five straight nights last week. To the, some the nights we hours in the morning, uh, doing the podcast, yeah, know, doing man. the aftermath. That will be the only week like that until we think yeah. of something for next year. We will not have a crazy week like that. Well, if if we're we're talking, maybe about a little, it, we might do a, uh, maybe, we might, 
maybe a couple things on SummerSlam. Yeah, uh, from what from what our preliminary talks, we might have to do a show like standing outside a big old AT and T Stadium or or standing sitting in our hotel when we uh, go to WrestleMania next year. That's our preliminary talks, as it seems. Get a little deep six representation at the uh, WrestleMania thirty eight. My first WrestleMania. I'm I'm very looking forward to this. Yes, uh, I'm planning it. I'm I'm keeping it in my mind early yeah. now, so this way uh, I can plan everything accordingly. We're gonna have a pretty big group uh, going. Hey man, and then a bunch of people from my LTG Living the Gimmick Patreon group that I'm involved with, run by Doug McDonald, and John Abba, a bunch bunch of them are talking about going to WrestleMania 38. Get a, this, this is gonna be a yeah. big one. Get this a little bit a of a lot of people going for next year. Get a little bit of a fan base going for by the time next year. We might have some, uh, might see some deep six shirts in the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely, definitely be representing the uh, the deep six podcast shirts. Hopefully, uh, we'll have some by then for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyhow, I I am getting tired. You guys can probably tell in my right eyes they are around. getting heavy. It is. Almost 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday night, April 17th. For those of you guys that are listening in a day or so, it is late. But uh, anyway, um, again, we'll be back uh, within a couple weeks for sure. Um, We will announce our next episode, which will be the uh, season premiere, season two premiere. Year number two, Deep Six World Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you subscribe now on YouTube, Twitter, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Make sure you share this with your friends. Please tell them, hit that subscribe button, help us out. Um, but those of you guys that are listening to podcasts, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss out on the aftermath episodes that we do for YouTube as well. Yeah, um, you have all your content, uh, if you're subscribed. So uh, make sure you share with your friends. Um, Tommy, that wraps up the first year of our Deep Six Pro Wrestling Podcast tonight. One year in the the books. Yes. This is a winner's cap right here, let me tell you that. I can't really reach my uh, winner's cap right now. (laughs) It's the Red Sox logo. I can't reach it. but um, I do have something for you, though. You guys have a little Actually, bit more to prove. Okay, we got, we got, we're all, oh, there we go. We're all serious I'll, I'll, we'll, get one, I'll get one of those here by the end of this year. Don't worry. We, we tapped on a couple recent years. Yeah. So this, to, this needs to be updated with the 2018 <laughs> one, for sure. I'll have to get one here with, with, with my boys on it at the end of this year. Okay. <laughs> Could happen. Could happen. You got to go through the boys in Boston first. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. We've just it was just the early season, man. We're we're getting the kinks out. Don't worry. Dave Smith says he'll be going to Dallas, Texas. Yes, you are, Dave. Uh, make sure you are planning accordingly, because I know you'll be in my car riding along with us. And, <laughs> uh, so make sure you are ready for that. Um, but everybody. Thank you guys very much for watching, and uh, we will see you all in about two weeks or so. We'll let you know the exact date, and uh, in the meantime, you guys have a good night.